still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy or? Stay to be happy about. You're up 2-0. The job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. Now, this week I wanted to talk specifically about the potential that podcasts have in terms of spreading a message or getting your message across that you're trying to spread in a podcast. Now, I do have a lot of friends, family, people I know that are trying to start one, and the number one concern, which is a valid concern, is who's going to listen? Who is listening to this? What's the purpose of me doing this? Why should I do it if nobody's listening? But the truth is you never know who is listening. And that's the beauty of it. Uh, yeah, you do have analytics and you can kind of narrow it down to where the downloads are coming from, where the views are coming from. But you don't really know who that specific person is right down to the dot. You can't identify them. This is exactly why you should start because no matter how niche of a podcast you feel you are, whether you're interested in plumbing, whether you're a fan of doors and chairs, or you want to start a podcast on different kinds of laptops, you should definitely get started because there is a market out there for that specific topic. And you, again, you never really know who's listening and the impact your message will have and your podcast will have. Now, I just wanted to give a quick example of something like this, where a podcast that you might think is such a niche, such a an idea that maybe not that many people would listen to actually blew up and created a significant movement. So Britney Spears. Now, how many of us know who Britney Spears is, right? This is such a global icon. This person is known no matter what country you go into. If you show them a picture of Britney Spears, they'll probably know who that is. Maybe not by name, depending on the country you're in, but they'll recognize the person. They'll, they'll know she sings, dances, is a performer, musician, artist. That's how much of a global icon she was and still is. As we all may know by now, because of the noise that is surrounding the topic, Britney Spears in 2008 was placed into a conservatorship. This came after a string of kind of public meltdowns in the public eye. I don't know what was going on in her personal life. I didn't do too much research on that. But I believe it came after finalizing her divorce. And she was having face-offs with the police. She was attacking paparazzi cars, she shaved her head, and I don't know if some other things happened, but her loved ones decided to take her to court. They thought it was necessary to establish a conservatorship. They provided evidence to the court, and they were successful in doing so. Now, this was contested, especially by fans. A lot of people felt like she was wrongly being controlled, and she should not be controlled. She should have control of her own life, but unfortunately, she was and still is placed under that conservatorship. For those who may not be familiar, a conservatorship is normally when someone is incapacitated, in a coma, or just mentally, physically unable to care for their own person. They can't make financial decisions, personal decisions, career-based decisions, and they need someone kind of to do that for them. That is when that person's loved one can take evidence to a court, you know, uh, medical documentation, testimonies from loved ones that they know, just proving that this person needs to be in a conservatorship and that it is up to the court to approve this. So it's not like someone can just come in and say, hey, you're on a conservatorship now. I'm taking control of all your life decisions. In Brittany's case, the conservator was her father and another person named Andrew Wallet. 
So they were in control of all her finances, her estate, her personal decisions, career moves, basically everything controlled her life really. Now, as mentioned before, this was contested. There is a movement or, you know, there was a movement that started back in 2008, 2009. But I would say that as the years went by and Britney Spears was in the public, she had a residency. She was, I believe she was one of the hosts of X Factor for a period of time. And I feel like the noise behind that conservatorship died down. It seemed like things were normal. Britney Spears was a functioning person. Things were just going smoothly. Now enter in 2017 and the podcast that I want to address in particular, which is called Britney's Gram. I know this is an interesting podcast idea, definitely a niche. So the idea was that they would take a deep dive into Britney Spears' Instagram posts. So imagine somebody taking your Instagram every time you post and they make a podcast episode on it where in their words, it was like a comedic take. They weren't really making fun of her, but it was like, when you send a meme into a group chat and you all kind of laugh at it, joke about it, trying to pick it apart and understand what's going on, this is what they were doing in podcast format. But it was for Britney Spears' Instagram page. Now, if tomorrow I said I'm starting one to do this for Barack Obama, I don't know if Obama has an Instagram or not, or The Rock, I think he's one of the most followed people on Instagram. People would say, what are you, what are you doing? You know, I'm, Who's going to listen to that? I'd probably think that too. Who's going to listen to this? The people who created this podcast, they thought it'd be fun. They thought it'd be like, hanging out with your friends and making jokes. And so they saw, you know what? We don't care about that. We're just going to create this podcast. We're going to go with it. We're going to have fun and see where this goes. On the podcast, they had a hotline where people can call in. I didn't listen to the podcast. Uh, I, I assume it was for people to call in, talk about different posts or talk about what happened on different episodes. It could be a QA. and a I'm not 100% sure. But this is where one day things took an interesting turn. So the podcast ended up getting a voicemail from a paralegal who worked in an office that was involved in Britney's conservatorship. Now, the creators of this podcast were Tess Baker and Barbara Gray. Believe it or not, they were doing this so consistently, so frequently, that they were being able to now identify when Britney's posts were not normal. So if a caption didn't seem like her standard caption, they were able to call that out. And it's kind of freaky. Like, they would know when something was off. Now, in the voicemail, he was acknowledging how... Tess and Barbara noticed that something was off due to Britney's Instagram page. So mind you, again, just to make sense of all of this, they were posting about her Instagram posts and kind of dissecting it. They got so good at it that they were able to notice when it seemed like something was off with her Instagram page, even though it seemed like a normal post. Like the post that they called out was her trying to take a break uh, due to her father's health, stepping away from a world tour, I believe. And they were able to break that down and say, hey, this doesn't look like it was Britney. I'm not going to put words in their mouth, but they, I believe they noticed a cadence on how Britney Spears posted, how she used emojis, how she was using Instagram. And they said, this doesn't seem like it was her. The paralegal that left a voicemail on their hotline says that they were onto something based on their analysis, based on their breakdown of that Instagram post. Now, full credit once again goes to Tess Baker and Barbara Gray but I did want to play a little snippet of this voicemail. Uh, again, this voicemail was received in 2019 on the Britney's Graham podcast. I'm not sure what episode it was. There is a video online by DRIA2022 that kind of has this voicemail, so credits to them, credits to the creators of the podcast, and I did want to play this snippet just to add some context into what's going on. I cannot disclose who I am. 
Um, I just heard the latest episode. You guys are onto something. Um, I used to be a paralegal for an attorney that worked um, with Britney's conservatorship. I'm no longer with them. Um, and what is happening is disturbing, to say the least. So, um, basically, in Brittany was in rehearsals for domination. Uh, it came to Jamie's attention, Jamie Spears, that uh, Brittany was not taking her medication as prescribed. Uh, she was she was missing a lot of doses and just uh, full on not taking them. So uh, they got her to the doctor. The doctor said, okay, if you don't want these medications, let's get you on a new one. Well, she refused to take the new one. So Jamie said, either you take this medication or the show's off and I'm, I'm, I'm pulling my support and you can't do it. Um, Brittany did not follow Jamie's instructions and so he was true to his word he pulled the show he verbatim said blame it on my illness um and that's when we get the early January Instagram so you can hear a little bit of panic or I'm not sure maybe fear in this paralegal's voice as he's explaining this but towards the end is kind of what really sparks something so i'll skip ahead a little bit to the end of this voicemail it's definitely worth checking the full voicemail out but i'm gonna skip to the end a little bit right here at the end here the paralegal is speaking about how britney is in a mental facility and how it was not her choice to go and how her conservatorship is lying about the timeline of when she was actually placed into that mental facility so let's listen she did not want to go she, um, uh, I, 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 of course, uh, I'm just a paralegal. I haven't had any contact with her, but, um, from what I understand, this was, uh, not a decision she made at all. So again, full credit to Tess Baker and Barbara Gray, the creators of the Britney's Graham podcast. But I just wanted to play that snippet of that voicemail so you guys could hear what the paralegal said when he called in and how it related to what was going on in that Britney Spears conservatorship issue. Now, so they launched this podcast in 2017. The voicemail came in 2019, in two years. In that two years' time, they had amassed a following. People were listening to this podcast. People were interested in it. People liked it. It ended up catching the ear of this paralegal. Now, once this voicemail came out, again, that Free Britney movement did exist. By 2019, people were looking at her Instagram and saying, this is a little weird. These posts are a little weird. I remember myself even, the noise had reached me and i didn't listen to this podcast but word of mouth gets around and it ended up reaching me where people were like hey check out our instagram page i think i saw it on like a social media post with like check out our instagram page things are looking weird and i remember when i would look at her instagram all the top comments were saying something like free britney oh we're really looking out for you something's going on this isn't her she's being controlled not to get into conspiracies or anything it could have been her it probably was her i don't know but that's what the comments were that's what the movement was there was some noise behind it by 2019. I'm not saying it was 100% because of this podcast, but I believe this podcast did create a platform to spotlight these issues and create a conversation, you know, and spread the word about it. Especially when this voicemail came out, this kind of lit a fire under the movement and everyone was now getting the word out. People were talking about it. It was a big topic. It was a hot topic. 
and people who had heard about this situation and did not choose to speak on it were now taking action because of this voicemail coming out. They felt, you know what, this is going too far. It's time to take action. From there, there's now even a documentary called Framing Britney Spears that just came out on Hulu February 5th, 2021. So as you can see, what started as a very niche podcast of looking at someone's Instagram post and talking about it, they perfected their craft, amassed the following, and really made some significant, important content. For example, the Free Britney movement, I believe, is stronger today than it was even back in 2009. Now, I can't say that for a fact, but with the documentary coming out, with the two creators of this podcast, going around and doing interviews, raising awareness, I see a lot of it on social media, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, wherever you are, you probably know about what's going on with Britney Spears now. Britney herself has placed a bid to remove the conservatorship, uh, unfortunately, it got rejected and the conservatorship as of right now is extended to September of 2021. There is that extension is being challenged as court cases going on in March 17th and April 27th of 2021. So fairly close at the time of recording this podcast. Let's see what happens. Again, people are denying this conspiracy. They're saying that cons the conservatorship is necessary. It's needed. It's helping Brittany. It's supporting her. And then there are people saying the opposite, where no, she's being controlled, she's being held against her will, she's being medicated, and I'm not here to say one side is right, one side is wrong. I just wanted to emphasize the importance of how this one podcast that on the surface seemed like there's no way it's going to create something like this, ended up creating this movement. Just blew it up, blew it out the water. People were now talking about it that hadn't heard of it before. I'm making a podcast episode on it, which is something I never thought I'd be doing. I just think this is a great example of getting your voice out there, talking about something that you enjoy, talking about something that's important to you or something you're knowledgeable about. It could really be anything, really. If you do have that desire to make a podcast, I don't think you should have anything slowing you down or stopping you because, again, we, maybe we won't have the impact that this kind of a podcast had, but you never know. Uh, you never know who's listening. You never know who will listen and who you will be helping in return. Now, I'm sure these two individuals that created this podcast they create a lot of entertaining content for a lot of people throughout the years. Now the creators are even moving on to creating a investigative documentary podcast, which is amazing. Uh, they're utilizing their skills and maybe they'll uncover some more things. Maybe they'll be able to analyze something else and create a new movement or light a fire under a new movement. The point being, you never know what can happen when you get your voice out there. And there's only one way to find out is to get your voice out there. Podcasting is an amazing way to have your own platform. No one can really filter you. You can say whatever you want to say. And again, you can talk about what you want to talk about. I know this is a weird connection to make between what's going on with Britney Spears, the Britney's Graham podcast, and what I'm trying to say about how you never know how important your voice is until you actually put it out there. And I hope I don't seem like I'm belittling any of the issues. I do believe conservatorships in general are very important. Uh, if someone is being held against their will, that's a significant issue. But I think the court case and all the evidence will be provided and hopefully that'll settle itself out in the proper way. And I do think that podcast was genius. I think people are going to follow that blueprint, whether it's dissecting another Instagram page, whether it's dissecting a Reddit community and just following up on that every week. I think you can amass a following. And But again, you never know who's going to listen. You never know how far your voice is going to reach. And if this doesn't prove it to you, where these people never... I don't think they imagined that this is what was going to happen when they initially started this kind of a podcast. So whether you want to talk about, again, how tables are made, you know, how cell phones are made, whether you're interested in different kind of 
vocal equipment and you want to start a podcast on that, there is an audience out there. Someone is going to listen to it and you never know who it's going to inspire or what creative juices is going to get flowing by hearing your podcast and listening to your, your voice. At the end of the day, it is your voice. It is significant. And again, no one can stop you, just yourself. But let's get that out of the way and get that podcast going. Again, I hope this made sense. If it didn't, I apologize for any errors. I don't mean to put any words into the mouths of these creators of that podcast. And if I butchered anything that's going on with the Britney Spears case, I apologize for that. But yeah, guys, I hope you go out there and create your podcast and let's see where it goes. You know, everyone starts from scratch. Everyone starts from zero and you build yourself from the ground up. So thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. I hope you found some value in this conversation or at least found it interesting hearing me ramble and my brain kind of go off on different tangents. But I hope you guys take care and go join us again next time.